You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookies flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all Welcome in to the Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm your host, Doug Eddy. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I am James Kreese, joined here with Tyler Gunther and our friend Damon, all the way from Minnesota. What's going on, bud? How are you tonight? I am golden. How are you? I'm doing great, man. And this is not our normal scheduled podcasting hour. This is not a regular Dynasty Happy Hour. We just figured we needed to kick it with our friend Damon, and talk some ball. We're halfway through the season, and it's been crazy. Uh, we got some crazy news this week about Derrick Henry missing out. He's going to be out for eight to ten weeks. We're going to get into that. Uh, a lot of other ups and downs uh, for your dynasty teams. So here we are, and what better way to celebrate the halfway point by trying to get a, a DHH ring? Or a fantasy ring from uh fantasy? No, I screwed that up, Tyler. You want to jump? You in? know what? You know <laughs> what? Let, let, let me step in. If you really want to celebrate your your title, which hopefully I win some, uh, Chef. Hopefully, win some. Damon, he won the title defeating me twice in two weeks to take the undefeated streak away from me. So that in itself deserves a trophysmack.com trophy and ring. It is the best place to go get your trophy ring or even a belt. Yes, Damon and I are in a league where we have a belt. I held it one year. Doug's got it now. He's probably chilling at his house with it around his waist, 
hopefully some clothes on because hopefully I win that baby back and I don't want to power wash that. <laughs> let's thing. just, let's just be realistic. Tyler, Doug's probably walking around in a robe like Ric Flair right now going, yep. woo, the just waking night. up, waking up the kids, just making, making rockets. No, I completely agree. But no, if you use code DHH ring, you can get yourself a free $60, $60 ring with a purchase of a trophy or a belt. And yes, they have grills now, which I'm going to be honest with you. I have no reason or want for it, but Hey, I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. There's loser trophies. There's a toilet bowl seat to wrap around your neck for the loser. It's great. And that's always fun. We used to do that. And I think I'm going to bring that back in a couple of leagues. So that is, that is very fun. Once again, go to trophysmack.com, Use code DHH ring. You get yourself a free $60 ring with a purchase of a trophy. And since I botched that one, let's re-up on it. The only way you're going to win your league is using Fantasy Points. So you can go to Fantasy Points and get a 10% off your subscription with our code 21DHH10. That's 21DHH10 to get 10% off of your Fantasy Points subscription. Guaranteed 90% of the subscribers make it to the playoffs. Lowest price in the industry, and they are analytic-powered to win you your league. Jump in there now with Fantasy Points, and once again, use our code 21DHH10 to get 10% off your subscription now. Yeah. So, so yeah, Doug's gone. We decided to come on Wednesday because, like Chef said at the beginning, there is a ton, ton of news that I just want to get out. I actually just want to talk football. Usually right now we're we're up playing Fortnite or something like that. But you know what? Let's be a little more productive with our time tonight. <laughs> Let's just be realistic. It's because all of us are at the point where we don't need to play Fortnite anymore. That that's that, true. That we is have, true. We're at the point where we look at ourselves and are like, "What did I do?" I'm in the for that for that I month. Do. I feel bad for myself sometimes. Like I really need to get a better hobby. <laughs> it's all right. And then after this, we'll probably just do it again. So. And we were yeah. shopping around today. We were we were getting different ideas for different games that we should just either re-download or reinstall and play. But no, why why are we going to do that with our time? We might as well come in here and talk some dynasty fantasy football because that's what we love to do anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean. First news is Derrick Henry down with the ankle injury. Um, I know earlier this year, I had a team with Zeke and Derrick Henry and Clyde Edwards Slayer, and I thought I was golden. And like I usually do, and I tinker, I traded him away. And right now I'm actually very happy because I don't want to be stuck with a 28-year-old Derrick Henry or a 27-year-old Zeke Elliott or a Clyde Edwards Slayer that isn't used much. But let's talk about Derrick Henry and the fact that he has a foot injury. He's that monster of a man. Is this gonna long like is this gonna kind of carry over for year to year like we've seen it with Christian McCaffrey and his lower body injuries? Um, it's it's hard to tell because Henry really hasn't been injured as much. Um, it is a broken bone in his foot. He's going to be out most likely eight to ten weeks. I didn't even know he had bones. Yeah, I mean the guy is made <laughs> out of um any anthium or what's that? What's that uh anti uh, any anthium? Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, the Wolverine metal, whatever that is, uh, <laughs> or whatever they build the spaceships with. I'm the Annie guy. Is just, yeah. Annie Anthem. I think it is. I don't know. Anyway, we'll disagree. We'll disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> no, but the guy is solid. And the fact that they didn't like really shop around. I know there wasn't a lot of time left 
to shop around when they got the news on this industry in this on this injury injury. You are really struggling to talk tonight. Oh, is God. it because you're getting to look at my gorgeous face while I'm talking? Am I frustrating? You? That's definitely not it. But That's definitely <laughs> not it. You have a face for podcasting, as we say in the biz. What can I say? <laughs> no, but the real truth of the story is they go out and they sign Adrian Peterson off the street. Uh, he he's gonna come in and 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 do some work, but he is what thirty eight. 37 i think he's older than i am and well, um you know you know what you do with robots you just oil AP's up. defense that guy comes out every time anybody counts him out the guy comes in with such a chip on his shoulder like what you don't think i can do this and boom he puts up productive numbers like, he has a microchip in his shoulder because he's not human that's what damon's trying to say exactly <laughs> the guy is just a, he's a he's a he's a genetic freak like uh, I they, get it. They showed him practicing today, and it looked like a defensive end was practicing with the running backs. Like that's how gigantic of a man he is. People forget how big he is. He looks like he's in fine shape, but I mean, if him and Frank Gore are going to outlive everyone in this world, and <laughs> we are, it's like, absolutely crazy to look back at and see the injuries that Peterson has had in his career. The fact that he still is what he is today is absolutely insane. The best part about it, though, is when Adrian Peterson gets hurt, he can just call the tech company and just get an upgraded part for his robot figure. Like, oh, my knee's gone. <laughs> I could just upgrade to the newest model. And we have and the technology. The we can fix yeah, him. <laughs> we can fix him. No, I I mean, being up here in Minnesota, watching him in his career, I get he had that one incident. I mean, it's all forgotten for me because he's been one of the funnest players. And like, we were extremely lucky to be able to watch him and every team he's been on fail in the playoffs constantly every single year. <laughs> he did start his career off in Minnesota. So, I mean, he was destined for failure from the start. That's true. And he's one of the first running backs to win MVP and who knows how long. And I mean, he was so close to breaking the rushing record. But what does he do? What's he do for the Tennessee Titans? Because he's not exactly the size of Derrick Henry. No one really is, but very similar in style. And the fact that he is a bigger running back, he can break through some tackles. He does have the size and he's been chilling on the sidelines at his house, watching football every Sunday. And now he's going to come in and play that Derrick Henry role. I exactly. I, 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 I mean, if you're in a win now situation, I wouldn't mind going out and getting and spending like a third or even a late second for Adrian Peterson. No, if not I, a late second, not a second, a third <laughs> second. If I have no. to if I have to pay a late third. If I'm the Derrick Henry owner and I got outbid today for Adrian Peterson in fab bidding, I'm going ahead and if. That's going to win me my leagues because the guy's going to get 16 to 20 carries every week. I think he's going to be fantasy viable. And at this point of the season, you don't really have too much of a other option available to if you're in a win now scenario. See, my biggest thing, though, is he going to be able to produce the volume that Henry is? Are they going to be able to still run the ball as much as they were? with Henry. That's the biggest thing is Peterson's going to come in and yeah, we know he's going to produce, but is he going to be able to produce and get the carries and the volume? Is he going to have the tank to do that for the rest of the season? Like 
he's getting up there in age. And like you just said, he's been sitting there all on the sidelines watching football. He hasn't been, you know, in camps and stuff. So is he going to, is this going to be the year where we see like he should have stayed retired? Like, is this the year it's going to happen? Because, you know, eventually he's going to run out of steam at some point in time. And is this the year that it's going to happen? Like, are you willing to, in a dynasty setting, are you willing to give up a second for somebody that could fall flat on their face? Like, is it worth it? Well, you, you talk about running out of steam. He still runs off coal because he's an older model. <laughs> that is true. So as long as you keep filling that coal, I, he'll be just fine. I mean, Derrick Henry runs off fossil fuels, so he's he's the newer model. But, I mean, there you got somebody who actually I like. Uh, I looked at a lot of the teams today, and if I didn't get Adrian Peterson, uh, Dontrell Hilliard, who played for the Cleveland Browns, was actually my uh, – my backup option because I know they have McNichols. McNichols is going through some injuries, which he always does. Hilliard is, was a good third down back for Cleveland. They just didn't have any room for him because, you know, Darren Johnson, Chubb, Kareem hunt. So my backup option was actually Hilliard looking at it and thinking to myself, okay, if McNichols gets hurt, Hilliard steps into that third down back role and you got him, you know, on the back burner sitting there, you know, everybody's going for AP. You spent $0 on Hilliard. And hey, you you could actually have a startable player. I mean, I'm this isn't a startable player, but just to note, they did sign uh, Deontay, Deontay Foreman. Foreman to their practice squad as well. So that's, I mean, I wish the guy never really got hurt. He just really screwed his whole career up with that. But uh, I mean, yeah, it could happen. He, he screwed up his career by getting hurt. Yeah, Seth. it's all oh, his dare. fault. It's all his fault. He screwed up his career. His by stupid hurt. Achilles just bursting on the field. Speaking of Achilles, you guys see Cam Akers running around? No. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. didn't see the video? Yeah, 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 yeah. He showed me the video. That's right. Very happy it's, about that. Very, he very got, happy. He got hurt in July, and he's already going that like that when doctors are being like, okay, like he Akers is so young that he's not going to just be like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care what doctors say. He's going to do what doctors say. And the fact that he's doing this stuff after July his Achilles bursting in July like is insane to me. He he could be that Adrian Peterson healing power the, the next coming because Adrian Peterson came back when it was insane to think that coming back from an ACL injury after I think it was like what eight months and he came back and destroyed the NFL after the ACL and uh, maybe Akers comes back and playoff cam comes in because he can come back for the playoffs and Cam Akers comes back and uh, that Daryl Henderson, you know, for a first round pick he did to try to win the championship was all for nothing. So unless you have Cam Akers, uh, even then, I don't know if I would do that. If I you mean, have little, Hen- I, I you think have- if Cam Akers does come back, I think he's back in the playoffs, not in your fantasy league. That's what I, I mean. I, like, yeah. He's coming back to the Rams in the playoffs. For Which sure, be, I can see Cam Akers coming back and being be healthy insane. for 22. Like, what he's doing is unbelievable. And, yeah, if you don't have him, throw out an offer, see if you can get him. If you already have him, hang on to him. I know Chef and I have been... We've just been Doug, scooping, man. We've been Doug, scooping. Doug and I are in uh, Capitalist Pigs League, and today we're texting each other like, hey, 
like I made a can makers trade today. And he goes, Hey, nice can makers trade. And he goes, I'm trying for him pigs. And I said, I am too. And he goes, no, let me do it first. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. See, I would be able to go for him if Tyler wasn't getting him in every single league that I'm in. Tyler has already scooped him up in pretty much everything that is available. I mean, you have to, you have to go for it before anybody else jumps on it. And like, before you see the video, like once I saw that video, I was like, okay, that reassures me that he's going to be doing something. And Kenny Gainwell was the starter, quote unquote, starter for the Eagles this past weekend. And I'm like, man, this is the time to make the move on Cam Akers. I know there was people out there that were looking at Gainwell as a potential breakout candidate with a breakout game up against the Lions. And I was like, okay, Gainwell in a second, give me Cam Akers. And it went through like clockwork, no problems, no bumps in the road, no renegotiation. It was a smash except on the other side, no names to be mentioned. You know who you are if you're listening to this podcast. Um, and and then Gainwell here, showed I, Here up. I'm trying to think. I'm like, did I make a trade with no, you No, you didn't. Um, I, make, I, and make, then, I make too many. Where and then like, Gainwell, quote unquote, um, shit the bed. You know, so that that's something that now, who quoted that? Because you said, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, shit the bed. <laughs> I didn't know if I was allowed to say that on here. So I, I you know, you, you just got to use finger quotes and that's OK. Yeah, because yeah. they can all see that. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can. And that's all that matters. That's, is that that's we all. see it. So, no, uh, it's it's been a crazy week. I don't really want to dig into too much too much detail about Henry Ruggs. It's a terrible incident. Um, you know, my prayers are out for the family, for yeah. the girl who's involved. Uh, yeah, um, Henry Ruggs is probably done. And uh, I mean, if you have them, there's a part of me that says keep them on your taxi. If you have room, because it's the NFL, we've seen players get away with murder, literally. So, uh, I mean, His would I be shocked if he would I be shocked if he gets 20 years? No. Would I be shocked if he's back in two? No, like nothing would shock me without all this. The issue is, is we've seen, you know, Ryan McDowell just tweeted out before I hopped on the street that it happened on. Cause we actually in the industry have somebody that lives that lives like five minutes away from this street. And he sent a picture of the street and it is like driving in a town, like in, in a small suburb. Like and that's doing... the that's the neighborhood. He's doing one fifty three or one fifty eight, and uh, yeah, it's it's reckless. It's stupid. You put yourself in danger. Hey, you know what? I'm... Derek Carr Derek Carr came out and said they were texting with him that night. Him and uh, I forgot who else was texting with them. And Hunter Enfro, I think, and they were talking to him about golf because he's at Top Golf. And Derek Carr was like, hey, you know, if you need a ride, let me know. Oh. Like, and, and and Ruggs didn't let him know. Like, and, and the worst part is, is like we're talking with Doug and he was talking about how they they probably had practice that day. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and like, how can and, you go out and go out that hard and, yeah. and be that irresponsible as a professional athlete? Well, knowing that you have a going like it is terrible that somebody passed away. But how did he not? Like, 
he was going so fast. I yeah. mean, I, like we said, we but weren't. We're I not going to try to get too deep into the yeah, situation. I, I just, I just, I know that I had him in one league, and out of principle for what he did, and just because I'm a decent human being, he was dropped, and I'm not picking him up. I don't care if he comes back and somebody gets him good on them. I'm just not going to have somebody that did that because, in my opinion, uh, just because he's in the NFL doesn't excuse his behavior. What he did was it ended somebody's life, and the fact that just because he's a professional athlete, he's going to possibly get to walk away last time, it's just unfair. And I dropped him because I'm not, I don't want anything to do with a person like that. And that's just plain old, just how it is. Now, no, that's back to fair the too. fantasy side of things, though. Like, do we go ahead and upgrade Edwards and Renfro because of the so. loss in the wide receiver been. room? Like, or like, do we upgrade Zay Jones? Like, is Zay Jones worth <laughs> Zay a free Jones. pickup? I, I mean, hopefully this means more two tight end sets, and you see more of Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau, shout out, Doug loves I his. Mean, that uh, would be tight ends. That loves would be great. Um, yeah, uh, Edwards. For me, it's a let's see it first. We haven't really seen it. He's been the hype man. You know, everybody's got that. uh, Every time you see like a break dance, you got that guy just screaming around like the hype man. That's that's Braylon Edwards. He's he's the guy that's just hyping people around and and he's getting hyped, too. It's just I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. I think Hunter Renfro is going to just be Jarvis Landry 2.0. Just getting six for 70. And then one game has two touchdowns and and wins of the week, but I think he's going to be consistent. He he's just Mister Consistency. He's the first one, first one in the uh, in the building, last one out. He's a lunch pail type guy, <laughs> which <laughs> nobody's what, catching on to this. <laughs> what what is crazy about this scenario is the Raiders find themselves in first place in their division. They have Waller, who hasn't been performing lately, and I think it all goes back to Waller. You're going to see Waller with a very high target share. He is going to climb out of the slump that he has been in, and I can even see Josh Jacobs finally getting some passing work, um, which we were so off of when Kenyon Drake jumped on that team in March before the trade deadline or the before the free agency deadline, and that that just I, I think both of those things ha- can really do happen. Josh Jacobs will get a bump in value. Waller, I mean, he's pretty close to the ceiling for value as it is, yeah. especially in tight end premium leagues. But, I mean, he will definitely start living up more to that value. Um, yeah, that's that's what I think. So my two, my two most trade attempt for players this week have been Josh Jacobs and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just because – Clyde Edwards Lair, everybody's going for Derek Gore, who honestly, like Frank Gore, we we are on to you. It's you. Like it, <laughs> we we know it's you, Frank. You just change your hey Frank like, hey. You went from Frank to Derek. Come on, choose a different first name. I mean, be choose more. a different last name. I mean, you could <laughs> have been Frank Four. Done. Frank Four. <laughs> Grank Four. Grank Four. <laughs> I uh, but no, Clyde Edwards Hilaire's like he's eligible to come back if he can, you know, if he shows that he's healthy enough. And my guess is he's back by week 10. And if w- what we've seen from the Chiefs offense is hey, they need Clyde Edwards Hilaire involved more. If you have a running back that can pass catch, 
and he runs the ball decently. I'm not going to say, well, I'll say decently. If he can run the ball decently and catch the ball, I mean, you've got a dual threat weapon back there that you took in the first round that you need more than ever right now. And it's showing. So Clyde Edwards Lair, I think on the cheap is a good move. And, and Josh Jacobs forgotten. I mean, the footballers chef, you, me listen to him daily. Mm-hmm. They even brought him up saying, you know, he's been quite good when he's getting the touches. So if you can, uh, and not with our stamp of approval, the footballer stamp of approval, that's who you should go with. <laughs> now here's a quick question for the people that are listening to this podcast. Cause we mentioned cam Baker. Are you three listening? Yeah, I'm I'm listening right now. I'm, I listen. No, I don't listen. I I subscribe. That's it. You subscribe. Um, okay. Um, that's pretty much it too. I don't need to listen to you guys talk any more than I already have to. Yeah, right. That's a week, forty facts. hours a week that we talk. Uh, Damon gets Damon gets the Damon Damon gets the private lessons in dynasty and the True bickering story. back and forth. He gets the one on one. He he is the the solid platinum level on our patreon account um he doesn't even pay <laughs> we'll put it this way tyler and doug are kind of mom and dad and sometimes we have to listen to mom and dad fight with each other oh it's great it's, it's great it's family Over matters kyle pitts. Uh, yeah. all you gotta do is mention kyle pitts's name but seriously on a, on a real note we mentioned cam newton i mean cam newton cam acres and we mentioned ceh now they're both by lows right now who are you going after more? And I think Cam Akers to me is a little bit more obtainable than a CEH knowing that he's going to be back this season with the still a question mark around Cam Akers for those that are in your dynasty leagues that haven't seen the video that we saw yesterday on Twitter. I mean, if it's me, my number one's Javante, the whole, the rest of the season, Javante is my number, my number one trade target. He's going to be low the rest of the season. Melvin Gordon, unless he gets hurt is going to be splitting carries. Um, so yeah, like Javante is going to stay low and yeah, like the other running backs we mentioned, I heard a little bit of something on, uh, Melvin Gordon today. And if this is like off the record kind of stuff, because I don't know the source, but a friend of, um, another analyst on Twitter told him that he was the realtor or Melvin Gordon moved into his condo building or his apartment and that Melvin Gordon specifically asked for a four-month lease because he knows he's not going to be on the Denver Broncos next year. I think everybody knows that, Chef. I mean, And, I, and my be... reply was, <laughs> my reply, let me finish. My reply was everybody that we all knew that back cares. in April when they drafted Javante Williams. Yes. Thank you. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, everybody and their mother knew that Javante was going to be the guy. It's not news. There's no breaking news button here. The best part about it is Javante just turned 21. So when you're sitting there thinking, oh God, Javante, you know, he's a year in, he's not a rookie anymore. Running backs don't last long. Javante's still super young. Lots of tread in the tires. He's going to dominate that Broncos backfield for years to come, which makes Damon quite happy probably because he's a Broncos fan, everybody. Yes, yeah. it does. Broncos fan that lives in Minnesota. Hey, I'm a Falcons fan that lives in Minnesota. Uh, there's a trend Vikings, here, guys. Why not? Vikings? There's a tr- there's a trend. Are you guys I like mean, like London? Like like you know, everybody's a different fan in London. It, it's it's honestly because we've been hurt so much that we're just like, okay, you know, we need a first team, and then Vikings can kind of be our backup. I'm always rooting, like, don't get me wrong. I always root for the Vikings. I love the Vikings, but I am so used to them disappointing me that I need somebody that's going to give me a little hope and faith. Fair enough. And then the Broncos go and trade 
Von Miller and break my heart into a thousand pieces. This week. when you get a second and a third for a <sighs> withering price. away player, and yeah. all you have to do is pay the nine point five million dollars for a second and a third, that I would take every day. And I, I know, but it's, it's almost at, it's not as good as Mohamed Sanu to Patriots for a second. Doug, I'm talking about you, but. <laughs> That was easily the best trade for a second, but this is this is a great deal for the for the Broncos. It is, but at the same time, as a fan, it's just hard to watch somebody walk away yeah. like that. It's it's like just Julio, hard. like Julio. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly just, what you're talking about. Yep, it's just that that slap in the face where you're just like, ah. Oh. You know, Elway's just smiling from earlobe to earlobe. He's always smiling from earlobe <laughs> to earlobe. He can't help but smile. His face Hope. is stuck that way. <laughs> Wishing for a carrot. <laughs> in other news this week uh Jameis winston out for the season torn acl um and now there's there's whispers of him not even being the starter in 2022 they have trevor simeon they have Taysom hill they also have ian book who they drafted Ugh. late no nope. we he's he's nope. been a healthy scratch every nope. single week this year nope. it was a waste of a fourth round pick fourth i'm round an order game I'm a Notre Dame fan, and I've seen Ian Book play plenty of times, and I have closed my eyes watching this man play plenty <laughs> of times. And we're talking about non-conference teams, like teams that don't even belong to a conference. And I'm closing my eyes. Like, Ian Book is not it. He will never be it. It was a waste of a fourth-round pick. I think they just needed to draft one, and they had, like, what, four picks this year? And I just felt like they are like, oh, well, we need to take one of these guys. And uh, yeah, they just took one. So did, yeah, did it's, I hear it's not you good. say Trevor Simeon in that? Yeah, Trevor Simeon. In the league? <laughs> I I would rather play Trevor Simeon than I I think than than Taysom Hill to be honest. Yeah, but the thing is, you you say Trevor Simeon. Remember when he played for your Denver? Broncos? That's why and they I thought about he's... giving him a big contract because he played well. I know, but at the same time, so did Brock Osweiler at one point. Oh. That is true. <laughs> If there's one thing we got to know is Damon, I know he. Who he's is a the worst Denver Broncos quarterback in the past ten years? Paxton Lynch, not even close. I was just gonna say Paxton Lynch <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, Cecil Lammy for the Audible talked about Paxton Lynch and how he had no want to learn the playbook. All he did was want to play Call of Duty, which I mean. We can all like we're all bobbing. We're not getting. I would play. I would play my ass off and learn that playbook if I was going to be getting paid as much money as yes to be making though too. Yes, and and the worst part is, uh, Damon. I don't know if you knew this, but the Broncos were going to take Dak Prescott very early if they missed out on Paxton Lynch. (laughs) Uh, Cecil Lammy brought that up. How their next favorite quarterback to take was Dak, and they would have taken him in like the third. But uh, the Cowboys got him in the fourth, early fourth round pick. So yeah, that is uh, that's harsh when uh, they decided to trade up. I think they trade up for Paxson, but they yeah, did. I, I mean Dallas. So you're out wanted. on Ian Book. You're I'm out, out on, on Trevor Book. Simeon. They're they're going to be in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, like everybody. Fair enough. Um, I think that'd be a great fit. Uh, I don't think there's too many. Uh, now, I, I'm thinking there's not going to be too many problems with Deshaun Watson by the time the trade rumors start sparking up again. But, I mean, 
we we could kind of move on to that as well. I mean, we learned that Watson's the the lawyer who was actually helping out the 22 cases said that, you know, there's been plea deals talked about. Um, and it seems like they're progressing forward, but he's, he does like, he wants to get this solved as well, but he's taking his time. He's not going to rush anything. And he's quote unquote, helping these women. And, uh, so yeah, um, I do think things get solved. I would not be shocked if he's suspended for four games, four or six games, but Watson will be on a different team for sure next year. And uh, yeah, if maybe it's he'll the be Saints, paired up with uh, Michael Thomas in Miami, in Miami. Probably. I mean, it would not shock me because uh, Michael Thomas, uh, it seems like from what I've read from his Kelvin Ridley response, it seems like it's not only the injury. It seems like it's also mental health with Thomas he's kind of in a rut as well. And uh, that, that could be a good segue to move on to our next news about Calvin Ridley. Oh yeah. There's Calvin Ridley. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not the first player this year to step out with um, mental health issues to, to take care of. And that, and that's, and Tyler just walks away when we're talking about the Falcons, but I just trade for Ridley. So I mean, he's he's a nice target right now. I mean, you could probably get him on the inexpensive side. He's definitely lost some value due to this, but we've seen other players come back. I mean, as long as it's not a physically impairment physical impairment, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't go out and try to acquire Calvin Ridley right now. There, I mean, that's the I best mean, scenario I can see in my eyes, like as the, far as top end wide receiver. The only issue is, is you see it as a, a mental standpoint and we've seen like great players like Kelvin Johnson go out because it's just the mental wear and tear. Uh, I think for him, it was more body, but Andrew Luck wasn't Andrew Luck was body, but also mental. He just mm -hmm. didn't want to do the grind every year. And uh, I, I think with Ridley, it for me. I, I stated this a couple of times. And for me, if I feel like Hayden Hurst had a big part in this Hayden Hurst, he's a big at, like he's a big person in the mental awareness community. He, he like leads the NFL awareness for, for, for mental awareness. And um, for me, if he was not in that locker room, I feel like Ridley would still just kind of play it through. He'd probably just keep fighting, keep playing it through. But I think having Hayden Hurst in that locker room probably told him like, Hey man, get yourself right. Like go get yourself right. Make yourself better. And I'm good with that. Like get yourself good. You're still young. He's going to be 27. I think in December, December 20th is his birthday. So he's going to be 27, which is older, but it's not that old for the, the kind of player he is. He's an Antonio Brown type player that could play until his mid thirties. He the issue for me that uh, kind of gives me a little worry is he's in a contract like he's playing for a contract. He's playing for that money. He's in his fourth year. He's going. I think they gave him his fifth year option and um, he's playing for the bag. And if he's able to walk away from that and kind of be like, hey, you know, I'd rather be right than make 18, 20 million a year. Like that says a lot. And if that like that's in the back of my head a little bit, like, hey, if he's able to walk away from that, he might be able to walk away from it all together. Like maybe he just doesn't love football as much. And uh, maybe this time away will will bring it back. But 
there's a part of me that thinks Julio Jones also is a big part of this. Julio Jones is a great locker room guy. They've said it in Tennessee already, how great he is in the locker room. Missing that leadership could be a huge aspect, and maybe Ridley is struggling and and stepping up into that role. And you're talking about leadership. You know, Matt Ryan is on the end of his career. Maybe Calvin Ridley in the back of his mind is thinking, hey, maybe I shouldn't put my body at risk while there is no promise of me winning a championship with this franchise in my foreseeable future. Am hey, I going hey, to? We're, we're coming back. All right. We're yeah. going to. I mean, I mean, yeah, Kyle Pitts. Um, it, it, the, the, the moves that were supposed to be made. I mean, Kyle Pitts was a great grab by you guys early in the draft this year. Uh, he is going to be spectacular, but it wasn't enough. It's not enough to win a championship this year with Matt Ryan. I'm sorry. It's just, it just not, you guys don't have a, a running back capable of, of handling that kind of a workload to to besides Cordero Patterson come on like he may have been good for fantasy purposes but they're not winning ball games sorry no no I mean no no offense taken their defense is getting a little better but no they're not they never were a championship caliber team uh Pitts wasn't going to help them if they had Julio maybe I could have seen that but the second they traded Julio it kind of showed their hand and they kind of tied their hands behind their back by giving Matt Ryan that extension. I mean, he's making, I think, 45 million, like his cap, it's 45 or so. Totally not worth it. And it's, it's ridiculous. Like for me, people say we should have drafted fields. Personally, I think fields needed time. Maybe playing behind Matt Ryan would have worked, but oh man, like uh, it, it's tough. And Fields or Pitts, I think you can go either way. I think Pitts is going to be a amazing player throughout his career. But when you don't have a quarterback, and I, I do think Atlanta is going to go into this draft hoping they land on one, but this class is not great. Next year's class still is not great. Say they say they get even the first pick next year. They get they get Bryce Young. He's got questions. Bryce Young from Alabama's five foot ten. I mean, we're we're talking Kyler type size and he's still got you know he he's not as thick as kyler which is weird to say because kyler's still a slight frame man and um so yeah it's just i mean maybe a they sna- maybe maybe they maybe they snag like a rattler next next draft in like the second and he turns out but i i think they just they need to get a refresh at quarterback, Matt Ryan, he's playing his butt off. Like uh, I got to give him props. I've, I've seen him play hard, but that only gets you so far. And you can tell his arm talents kind of fading away. He's not able to throw it deep as much. He's the big Ben of the South. Yeah. I mean, he's not able to move. Uh, he moves better than big Ben, which is saying like, Hey, I can move faster than a rock. So that, <laughs> that is not saying much, but I, I mean, Honest to God, if it's week 14 and we're not anything, I want Josh Rosen to play. As weird as that sounds, Josh Rosen played quite well in the preseason. When After we picked him up, Rosen came out and threw quite well. He's still young. He's still got good talent. It's just his stupid mental eye better than everybody. I don't know if Josh Rosen (laughs) even has a chance to be the answer for the Atlanta Falcons. 
Felipe Franks. I'd rather six, give it give Felipe Franks a six, shot. Six seven, two thirty. Dude's a beast and can run. Like he's he's what what did somebody say? He he's Herbert Vick. He's got the size of Herbert and can run like Vic. Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, if Matt Ryan, who can't move around, isn't doing it, and I mean, if Matt Ryan would have got his right hand stepped on, you'd be talking about Josh Rosen as the biggest pickup in Superflex leagues right now, which if anybody hasn't done it yet, if you're in a Superflex league and Josh Rosen is available, go get him because Matt Ryan is getting slapped around behind that offensive line. And hey, if you can land on, on a dime in the rough, that value goes up, and what 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 do I more always like, do? Uh, I I flip value. In the rough, more like cubic zirconian in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I, yeah. I don't even I don't even know like if he's worth that. Like maybe like a little piece of sequence like, hey, from a shiny you, shirt. You say that's that, but I'm it. in a, I'm in a league where I'm rebuilding, and I picked up Cooper Rush. I picked up Mike White at least four weeks ago, and I picked up um, man, who's the other quarterback I picked up? I already had Taylor Henneke. I am. Oh, I have Colt McCoy because Kyler's getting hurt. So I'm picking up all these backup quarterbacks just to get by. If I can get a fourth round, third round pick for these guys, that's a, that's a shot in the dark in the rookie draft that I can just take. Kyler's sniffing for the desperate, the desperation playoff run guys that are willing to give up draft picks for, I got that fishing pull up. I got the I dollar mean, on the line. Not a bad, it's not a bad <laughs> thing. I mean, it, it, I mean, Josh Rosen on the line doesn't sound very good, but uh, I mean, it could be worse. But what you, know, if, you could like, have Cam Cam Newton, who's not playing anywhere. People, who's people not on thought team, Tannehill like was toast. People thought Tannehill was a, was toast. People thought Mariota was the guy. And what happens? Tannehill comes in and is outstanding for Tennessee. Arthur Smith, I think, is actually good with quarterbacks See, when with they can Rosen, actually play well. With Rosen, I think the biggest thing is, is like Tyler was saying, if you can get that guy out of his own head and thinking he's the greatest thing in the world, maybe if you can humble his ass up a little bit, maybe then he'll actually be able to be manageable to where he'd be worth it. But that arrogance of him is what's going to drag him down. Yeah, he – I mean – Right when you found out he had a hot tub in his college dorm room, you kind of figured he's that that guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Chef, do we got any other news that you wanna that you wanna talk about? I don't think so. We, I mean, we pretty much covered it. I don't know how we wound up on Josh Rosen. Um, I mean, but... we're just. I mean, in this time of the year, especially in Superflex League, you just want to make sure you have your butt covered because if you lose a quarterback, which we've seen, like Kyler might not play this week. Dak didn't play last week and thank goodness for me picking up Cooper rush because I mean, he saved me in a couple, a couple leagues. I actually got a fourth rounder for him in a league because somebody had Dak and was like, Hey, I'm, I'm panicking. I need something. I'm like, okay, just well, let's just look at Doug's Doug's team. He's been just yeah. struggling to get, pick up anybody off the waiver wires. He can, cause he's losing quarterbacks left each week. It seems like Doug's Doug's down another quarterback. That brings up a, a good point. League. <laughs> so for a super flex league, normally, you know, I play usually like a 32 man roster. Yeah. I like to roster at least three starting quarterbacks if possible. But what's your preference, Tyler, on on how many quarterbacks you like to keep on your roster during the year? 
Is it three? Is it four? Is it as many as possible? Because I've seen I've seen guys load up with five, six quarterbacks, but the rest of their team is like, eh. So people talk about handcuffs and running backs. And if, say, I have an often injured quarterback or an older quarterback, I will actually take their backup. Uh, uh, Dak, give me Cooper Rush. Kyler, like, like Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley is of a name that nobody knows about. But the second Lamar Jackson goes down, Tyler Huntney will be the biggest pickup in Superflex Leagues. And I own him in almost every Superflex League because the second he goes down, they're just going to kind of slide him into that role. They're not going to make him throw as much, but he's going to run more and he can run more. I mean, we saw it in the preseason. Huntley was the best quarterback in preseason and people like, oh man, this guy should start for other teams. So when you see that out of a quarterback, that is the type of player that you want a guy that with high upside in case of injuries. Uh, I mean, guys like that, like, like a Rosen, like I mentioned, um, what about Jordan Even, Love? We haven't talked about I Jordan mean, Love. We didn't mention did, Aaron Rodgers, and we are going to see Jordan Love this week. Like, is this his time? Is this his chance to step up and show everybody even, what he's got? So what people don't know is Rodgers could be suspended for this. Like, he's made major rule-breaking things. He went in, asked for kind of a like uh, I'm untouchable for COVID because I got a treatment that was not getting the, the shot, the vaccination so he didn't follow protocol. He didn't follow protocols and he's been caught with no mask in the locker room, in the facility, which is against the, the rules. If that happens, like he asked the league and said, Hey, is, is this stuff that he got like some weird treatment? He, he just was like, okay, like the NFL is like, no, you can't do that. That isn't okay. Rogers was like, okay, I'm still going to do it. Like he pretty much gave the birds to the NFL and that like this high of a figure, especially with COVID the NFL is in kind of a sticky situation. Like what are you going to do? You're going to take the last year's MVP and suspend him. Or are you going to like, and show the world like, Hey, we are trying to fight against COVID. Or are you going to just let it slide? just for tickets for playoffs or so. Well, the reason why I think that this is going to be bigger is because this is bigger than football right now. You're talking about COVID and look at what COVID has done to the world. Look at what it did to last year's season. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be bigger than that. And the fact that they have somebody as big as him, if they really want to be able to do something, they're going to make an example out of Aaron Rodgers for not following their protocols. He thinks he's Mr. Untouchable. And because of this, there's no way he can get around this because the NFL is going to be, they're going to be crapped on majorly if they give him a pass for this because the world has been fighting. Us as a country have been fighting this for so long and then this guy breaks cro- protocol left and right, and then he thinks he's going to walk on the field. It's not going to happen. <laughs> he's gone for a while. <laughs> he broke I mean, he's scrotical. out for at least ten days, regardless. All right, we saw we saw players last year, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, all be affected by this uh, quarterbacks in particular, and he's going to be out. So we get to see Jordan Love this week. We may get to see him past this week, which. If I don't know plays, how to feel about Devontae Adams. I don't know how to feel about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Jones. We talked about this in the offseason when there was a chance that Rodgers was going to move off of Green Bay. Now we are going to see it in full force regardless. 
I mean, for me personally, I think if if Jordan Love shows out and this Rogers issue keeps going on, this could be Love's team from here on out. Like, but that's what people don't realize. So, like you're talking about with quarterbacks, if you can go out and trade for him pretty cheap, like a second round pick, that is money in the bank because he for sure is starting for this team next year. That's the that's the thing. Like Rogers wants out. They had a mutual agreement that Rogers is done after after this year. So it's Jordan Love's team. So for a second, you're getting a starter in 2022. But what people don't think about is this could be Rogers' last straw. Like this, this is the is turning huge, point. This may be the turning point we've been like, waiting for. If Jordan Love Bay. does come out and and dominates, this is the typical Green Bay fashion that Damon and I have had to go through year in and year out, or like every decade and decade out. Is oh they they're not having far. This Rogers guy can't do anything. Oh, Rogers comes in and is one of the best quarterbacks. Here we go. Rogers for freaking 16 years. Now Rogers is done. What is it going to be? Is it Jordan Love coming in for another 16? If it is, you just hit gold and you've got a great starter for for years and years. And this I mean LaFleur's offense and Jordan Love like I mean we've seen Zach Wilson fail, but this I, I, Dan Orlowski even said like this offense isn't that difficult to run. If you run it right, it runs like it, it's a it's a fine tuned machine. If you can read the manual and run it right, it's going to work. So this offense is kind of foolproof. And as long as the driver of it is doing things right, it's going to succeed. Well, I don't think I don't think Jordan Love is the is a comparable driver to Aaron Rodgers. But no. the simple fact is Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, especially A.J. Dillon, I think the offense runs through the ground and those two players, you can definitely bet. Well, that's on. how you run on the ground. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I just fell off my dinosaur. Oh, that hurt. Thanks, Tyler. You know, always kicking me while I'm running on the ground. I mean, no, when I'm down, <sighs> but no, on I, the think, ground. I think, I think, I think AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon is definitely a guy that, may have lost some value during this this year because Aaron Rodgers it was on the field and he did not get the start. Aaron Jones came back. I think Dylan, I think Dylan could be somebody that you can use. We saw him get 16 carries last last game. And I think there's more to come. I think it's only the beginning before Aaron Jones turns into more of a receiving back and AJ Dylan takes the brunt of the work on the ground. And both of those values I mean, we see A.J. Dillon's value go up, and we see Aaron Jones' value stay about the same. I think he's still that elusive catch, uh, pass-catching back that we all have seen him to be. But, yeah, uh, as far as the wide receivers go, I don't want any part of those Green Bay wide receivers. So I was just so, going to ask you, uh, who do you think is the most valuable of uh, Green Bay's wide receivers? Because I have a couple of them due to injuries, and it's just like every other week it's like, who do you start? I mean, me, it's a, no one Alan except Lazard. for and no one except for Adams in my eyes. I really, Alan, Alan Lazard looks like a different player to me. I mean, he I, I had just to start Cobb last week in a league, and it actually paid off. Hey, I, I started Cobb last week because I had to add a necessity necessity. Rather, I was trying to fit in that necessarily, but it didn't words, work. Words uh, are hard. Yeah, <laughs> words I, on podcasts. I, 
So Alan Lazard to me, he he looks more spry. He's he's a big dude. He's six five, but he seems to be moving better this year as long as he can stay healthy. I think he, him and Rogers, like Rogers really likes Lazard. But if it's not Rogers, for me, it could be Amari Rogers. I mean, him and Jordan Love had a great chemistry this preseason. So Jordan Love could actually turn to the person who's playing with him on second on the second team, and that's Amari Rogers, who in my opinion, is also a huge buy because Cobb's gone after this year. Yeah. And Cobb is learning from pretty much his clone in, I mean, not Cobb is teaching his clone in Amari Rogers. So yeah, I mean, Amari Rogers is another buy. I, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, Lafleur and Shane Ann's offense is the same. People are all hyped up on Trey Lance. Tell me the difference between Trey Lance and Jordan Love, except for probably Trey Lance is a better runner. I, I don't think there's much of a difference because Jordan Love in the in the combine, when I watched him, him and Herbert had probably the best throwing motion, in my opinion. The ball came out smoothly. I mean, Jordan Love works works with uh, Jordan Palmer in the offseason, and we all know what those type of quarterbacks turn into. Palmer does magic with quarterbacks. He did it with Josh Allen. He did it with Herbert. And, uh, I mean, what's not to say Jordan Love isn't next? So, for me, Jordan Love is a massive trade target. Green Bay seems to just turn like they always seem to be a good team no matter what. And for me, I, I think Jordan Love is a smash by low right now. Nice. I could agree with that. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. The only thing there is, is I just hope that for Green Bay's sake that they start within the next couple of years in the draft that they actually start working on offensive weapons because they that's really do. Have. What if no. they do? Like that's a, that's the thing. Like <laughs> Rodgers leaves. That's the time when they draft receivers in the first round. Like this first round draft class is going to be massive with receivers. This receiver class is great. Rogers is going to be so mad. (laughs) But you know what? He's going to be living the dream in either Pittsburgh or Denver when they've got a a slew of receivers. I mean, you got New Orleans, Denver. My boy, Jerry Judy came back this week. Jerry Judy. I mean, he's off the IR this week. He's just knocking the rust off. He went four for, I think, 39. Yeah, so they haven't been playing week. very good this past, what, ever since they went through the first couple easy games. And then all of a sudden, they they're still trying to wash good. that Drew Locke off of them when he had to come in and start. They're still trying to power wash that off their, their it's like team. We've, it's, it's the conversations you and I have had before that it's pretty bad when you can see how bad Drew Locke is by them playing an injured Teddy. Like They yeah. would rather have a half Bridgewater than a full Locke, and that just goes to show how pathetic he is. Well, half I, a bridge rather than Locke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys, um, that's going to actually do it for tonight. We will end the podcast. It's been good. Damon, thanks for coming on. It's always a pleasure no to talk to you like every single night, which we'll probably be talking here in like 10 minutes 10 anyways. Minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for joining in. Uh, I really appreciate it. it. We just did a quick Wednesday night. We're going to be back on Sunday with Doug Eddie before he goes on his cruise. Then he's going to be Cruise Eddie. Cruise so, Eddie. <laughs> cruise Eddie. He was Pool Eddie in the summer. He's Cruise Eddie coming up soon. You guys, it's coming up. We're coming to playoff time. And right now is the best time to look at your dynasty teams and decide if you're going to make it or if you're faking it. Go make those trades. Either way, you got to go because trades can push you either way. No matter what, those 2022 picks may be undervalued now because people don't look at the class as highly. That's that's wrong. Picks always 
Picks always gain value. They never lose value. That's the best part about them. And hey, if you're going to win the championship, there's nothing better, especially when you get a trophy from trophysmack.com. Once again, DHH ring for a free $60 ring. Go get it now. We will see you on Sunday. See you guys.